the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Along with your help, Cornerstone Transitional Housing is here to break the cycle of homelessness in the greater San Diego area, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. As long as poverty, injustice, and inequality persist, none of us can truly rest. Now, here are your hosts of Cornerstone Radio, Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on K-Praise. Hey, well, good evening, family and friends. Uh, welcome to Cornerstone Radio. Um, we're, you know, Pastor Ed, uh, we're not with John again today. Pastor John's uh, still under the weather. And so, uh, you know what? We really, we really appreciate not only your prayers for this radio show, but good old John, that brother-in-law of mine. So uh, keep him in your prayers. Uh, Pastor Ed and I will be spending the time together with you tonight. We thank you so much for being with us. Um, those of you that uh, were with us last week, I know that uh, the, the title of our, of our show was A New Start. You know, we're still in the new year. This is still the first month of the year. And, and for us, it's, it's really been on our hearts to encourage everyone. We've got a new start. Um, God's mercies we know are new every morning. And he's got a lot to say in his word about uh, the new starts. And uh, we want to encourage you folks. And, and just know that as we are here hanging out with you, uh, we're encouraging each other. Uh, I love listening to Pastor Ed, and, and uh, it's, it's God's Word that we hope to share with you. Um, I do want to go with a little bit of a praise report. Um, you know, we had a really, we had a good showing. There was a good showing out on Saturday, um, handing out the food and the, and the clothing. And uh, it was good to see Gina again. Uh, if, if many of you have been on this radio show very long, uh, we have had Gina with us. She came out, I believe, twice with us, didn't she, Ed, on the radio show? On the radio show, yeah, yeah. Okay, and, and she's a little anxious. She wants to spend time with us, and I, and I believe you, our audience, would love to hear from her and some of the other homeless. Um, but she was, she, was, she was back on Saturday. We hadn't seen her for a couple weeks, and um, she's got a lot to share. She's got a lot to share about what's going on out there. Um, but through the years, we've built some great relationships with some, some very genuine people that have a story to tell. Right. And uh, so we're going to try and have her out. But I do also know that last week we talked about, um, I remember uh, Pastor Ed had mentioned about getting back, getting started. Um, if you've been on the fence, if you haven't been in fellowship, uh, I believe, Pastor Ed, you had mentioned it's it's really like, I think you, was it a son or a son-in-law that owned a gym? Son, my son, yeah. Yeah, and he... Uh, 
You know, it's it's so true because all of us want to do what we can to be healthy, um, get to that gym, um, keep everything moving good. But most of all, the most important thing in the world, of course, is that we are in God's word and that we are in fellowship. So I mentioned a story um, of a buddy of mine I've known since elementary school. Our dads became best friends. Uh, he had just gone into a ditch. He was in a rut and uh, he just, you know, he's got his belief. I'm sure he prayed every day. He may have been in the word a little bit, but he just wasn't getting into the the church on Sunday. And a couple weeks ago, we showed up and praise God, you guys, he showed up again last week, him and his wife. And uh, it's good. It's good when us brethren get together and we worship together. But um, I just want to thank you again, folks, as you're here. I know Pastor Ed's got a few things to say, and I'm going to I'm going to send it his way. And uh, again, we'll see what we have for today. Yeah. One of the reasons we want to take this as a new start rather than redoing what we already have is sometimes you uh, when you do a restart you carry over those things that maybe were not so good whereas if you do a new start then all of the old stuff you drop behind you Mm -hmm. and you start moving on now last week we talked about the, the new start and probably the greatest new start you can ever have was to receive Christ Mm -hmm. and uh in, in getting to that point, I had uh, covered a couple of places, uh, a couple of uh, items that we need to get new starts in, and this goes for both the uh, those that are already Christians and new Christians. So I'd kind of like to just uh, go back, just uh, uh, kind of do a little review on the first two things that I talked about. That sounds great. Yeah. The first thing we've got to do if we're going to get a new start is we've got to change our way of thinking. Hmm. You know, one of the things that we find is uh, a lot of Christians with negative attitudes. And that's got to change. We've got to have the positive attitude. We've got to, with with a negative negative attitude, sometimes we have this... uh, lack of faith that comes out of it. You pray for somebody, but this negative attitude as well, let's just hope God does something. That's got to change. I'm reading a book right now, which uh, is really interesting. It's called uh, Prayer of Grace. And the hmm. uh, author is uh, David Holland. And I don't know if he, he's got a number of books out. Anyway, one of the th- statements he made in there that really kind of struck me on prayer was he said he, and I don't want this to sound like uh, name it, claim it type of a, but what what he said was uh, he started doing his prayer from an attitude of victory rather than praying for victory. Mm. And uh, and it it means you have to pray with faith that God's going to hear your prayer and that he's going to act on it. Um, when you pray for victory, you remember Christ has already given us all the victories we we have yeah. uh, when He died on the cross. So we need to pray from that position, uh, position of victory, of uh, being victors, and and uh, our prayers should be prayers of victory. Okay. And I thought that was a good approach to prayers as well. Yeah. Um, Anyway, I was going to go, got a little off there. I was going to go to, uh, on this change of thinking, in uh, Philippians 4, 8, it says, And now, dear brothers and sisters, 
One final thing, fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about these things that are excellent and worthy of praise. That's where our thoughts have got to be, on the positive side things. Look at these things that are worthy of praise. That's where your thinking needs to be. And then on prayer, uh, I talked a little bit about prayer, and, and uh, prayer is the same way. It's just like I was talking about. We need to, we need to take a different viewpoint of how we pray. God has, uh, Jesus through the cross has made us victors. Mm-hmm. We need to pray from that position. Not one trying to trying to find victory, one that has already attained victory. Yeah. Uh, Philippians 4, 6, uh, I like this, this verse. It says, do not worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. And I think that's where we have to change our, our attitude. Some, yeah. of the, uh, some of the changes that I made over the, the last year was uh, people coming up and asking for prayer or coming up telling me that they've had a hard time or they're ill and telling them I'll pray for you and uh, this was especially hard on Sundays because I would forget oh, yeah. busy on Sundays <clears throat> so I started praying for them right there mm-hmm. when they come up and they tell me uh, boy I've, I've hurt my shoulder and it's really hurting and I say, let's pray about it. Yeah. And uh, the same thing with uh, whatever they come to you about. If maybe they not don't ask you for prayer, but they come up and tell you a situation. Pray for it then. Pray for it then. At least you know it's gotten prayed for. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that uh, that I've done to change my prayer. And uh, this verse goes on to say, the end of the verse says, tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we ought to be in a state of thanksgiving anyway. That will be the main part of our prayer. Yeah. But the the thing I wanted to talk about today uh, is a change of lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a program out a number of years ago. It was called uh, Lifestyle Evangelism. Oh, yeah. And the idea was you should live such a perfect life that people would come to you and ask, what are you doing that your life is different? Yeah. Well, the problem is I don't know of anybody that ever happened to. Yeah. But here's here's where the lifestyle evangelism does work. Because if you want to convince somebody about Jesus Christ, you've got to believe in him first. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, if you go to anybody that tells you about how to do retail sell, uh, sales, they'll tell you, number one, you got to believe in the product you're selling. That's right. And, you know, it's the same with Jesus. you got to believe in it, and you got to believe it's important in your life. Because if you don't, it's not going to be important to them. But when they see that it's important to you and you, you do the things that you're supposed to do, then they see you're following the words you're telling them and following behind them. Yeah. Uh, in uh, Colossians uh, 3.16, it says, Let the message of Christ in all its richness fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives. Sing psalms, hymns, spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. And verse 17 says, And whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, mm-hmm. giving thanks through him to the Father, to God the Father. Yeah. And so the, our lifestyle has to reflect that. 
Yeah. If you're going to share Christ, you got to let people know it's important to you. And if it's important to you, they're going to listen. But if they see you doing the same things they're doing, they're going to say, you got nothing different than me. Yeah. Well, amen to that, um, Pastor Ed. You know, and, and I gotta, I've got to give some testimony to that. And I did a, about, uh, I think, about six weeks ago. Um, as we're sharing and we're spending time with those that are on the streets, they're homeless, they're cold, they're hungry, they need clothing. And it was put on really your heart and, and Pastor John's um, a very long time ago. I wanted to get on board with these guys just because I've, uh, um, I guess God uses me by by handing out Bibles, and, and, and I, I just like to be in, available for his work. It's his work. Um, but what I had mentioned is my heart was not in it for the homeless in the beginning, but they see. It it has become that way. My yeah. heart, I love these folks, yeah. and I give them hugs, and I shake their hands. I can't wait to get in the park and see them, and they're very happy to see us. And so mm-hmm. I want to give testimony to what, how God's used you and Pastor John and all the servants, uh, many from Elkhorn Wesleyan and Skyline Wesleyan, um, that that come up and love them. It's genuine, and they can see it. It's not fake, mm-hmm. but. I've got a scripture here that um, I want to share because if our heart's not in it, God is a, he his not his job, but our loving Father is very good and He's very gracious on changing these hearts of ours. Yeah, and I get to pray with a lot of people too, Pastor Ed. When I'm praying with them, um, I have a vision. I I've always just uh, I've always just had this thought in my mind that as I'm praying for folks and we need some change, and we're seeking him, I have this vision of just pulling our hearts out of our chest and just putting them on the table and just saying, Lord, do spiritual heart surgery on me. Amen. And may you do that on those around us. And so I've got a scripture, uh, again, with the new start. I, 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 just, I just love talking and sharing <laughs> with you there, Pastor Ed, and, and uh, our audience. So I'm going to move into a scripture also. It is in the book of Philip, uh, Philippians. We've read this scripture before, but I really felt, again, in my heart that it, was, uh, it fits where we're at today. And so I'm going to read this. And you were just in incredible areas there, Pastor Ed, on uh, things that are noble and just and true and pure and lovely. Uh, right before then, um, our Apostle Paul speaks in chapter 3, verse 12. I'm going to read... Um, um, 12 through it looks like 16 and uh, this is a very familiar passage but let's 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 allow God's word to just penetrate our hearts and and it says not that I have already attained or am already perfected but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me brethren I do not count myself to have apprehended but one thing I do Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things that are ahead, I press forward, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. So, you know, I I believe uh, I've encouraged our audience before about uh, some of the things that happened in our past. If if folks may not want to listen to or hear about our Lord Jesus Christ, who loves them so much, but uh, if their hearts are not ready, if their hearts are not ready to come to a church and have a pastor teach and preach and see the love of, of Christ and the body of Christ, um, I really completely believe that we have to just put that behind us, 
we're, we're going to keep pressing forward, folks, and we're going to we're we're not going to miss the mark. We're going to we got to encourage each other. You and I, we get to encourage each other all oh, the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, to be in His Word, you know, you, it's not like even Paul saying that he's attained it all. I mean, this is Paul the apostle. Um, but I just want to encourage that this is a place where we just say, hey, by faith. We're going to do exactly what God's word said earlier when you mentioned uh, four, six, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God um, for our family and friends that just seem to have the hardest heart. Um, I, I, I'm going to, I'm, I think we got a little time here. I'm going to share a quick little story I haven't shared yet. Of course, I've got many of them. Praise God. Um, there was a man, there was a man in my life that seemed to be what I would have considered the hardest heart, um, just very didn't want to hear about Jesus, didn't want to hear about the word, didn't didn't really care. And that's, you know, that's where he is. And a lot of people are there in life. They, you know, we're busy. We're making a living. We're raising families. And this man did a great job at that. He was my dad. Um, he was a he was a pretty tough cookie. And um, if there was anybody on planet Earth that I thought was beyond God's touch. It would have been my father. And, uh, but God's good. God is really good. God grabbed his heart. Um, my dad did go through some cancer, lived for a couple of years. Those couple of years I got to spend, I, I would go see him every day. Every day I just wanted to see my dad. Um, he accepted Jesus into his heart. And uh, on the day before he passed, I, I'm sitting there going, Lord, you know, what, what more do we need to do here? We were doing Bible studies. We were praying. And I felt God say, baptize him. You know, we're not saved by baptism, but there he is in his little hospice bed, man. And we grabbed some warm water and baptized him. So anyway, hopefully that story encourages you. Um, Really, honestly, this man, I really believe, never, ever wanted anything to do with God, his grace, or his love. But he did come to a point where he found out that, wow, the God of the universe really loves him, as wretched as he felt he was. So anyway, um, Pastor Ed, I don't know if you have a scripture you want to... build on after that if not i've got to believe it or not i'm going to exodus here <laughs> okay no if you've got one go ahead I've, I've i've got one when you finish maybe okay okay we'll see if they build on each other <laughs> yeah you're in the book of philippians we, we we have a title you know new start but um we didn't go over notes and it's, it's just amazing it's awesome that uh, god's spirit's here with us and, and his word is powerful and uh, and and so they do. They 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 collide. They they meet. Sure. So this is kind of a fun scripture, you guys. I want to give you this one because it's just. If you ask me, it's just marching orders. Okay, it's found in the book of Exodus in chapter fourteen and the verses fourteen. I think you're going to like this. The Lord will fight for you, and you shall hold your peace. And the Lord said to Moses, "Why do you cry to me? Tell the children of Israel." To go forward, but lift up your rod and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide, and the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. I, I, we all need reminders, Pastor Ed. We need reminders every day. Um, we know that the Bible does say faith comes by hearing and hearing of the Word of God. And so we will always encourage you guys to be in the Word as we are. Um, but God is on our side. He's on our side. And, and he told Moses, just tell the folks just to go. He's going to take care of it, man. And uh, so we, we don't go in our own strengths. I, I think you and I can, we could talk for days about all the doors we've tried to kick kick down. But um, we've learned to wait on the Lord. Um, 
and it is very important, as you just mentioned prayer a little while ago, is bathing and covering everything in prayer. And then we get to be witnesses to what he's doing. And uh, as we watch and see as he changes the hardest hearts in our lives, we know as he is God and there's nothing, there's nothing impossible for God. His will is not our will. His ways are higher than our ways. But we're going to ask, seek, and knock till he calls us home. So Amen. I'm going to send it your way there, Pastor Ed. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's interesting. We, uh, if, you think if you would have faith that you see answered prayers, you would just accept it. But, I, you know, I get so excited watching seeing prayers answered. Mm-hmm. And before I begin to think it would may have been because of a lack of faith, you know, when you're a new Christian and you pray for something, you see it happens. It's you're you're really kind of startled. Mm-hmm. But it, that's gone from that kind of uh, being excited to just being excited about seeing God operate, to see Him do things. Yeah. Um, so it's not a matter of lack of faith anymore. It's a matter of uh, yeah, God's out there working. God hears your prayer. I mean, it's a confirmation. That uh, that you don't waste your time with prayer, that God mm-hmm. hears and God operates uh, under the, well, I shouldn't say under the what you ask for, but He operates uh, from your prayer, and that's why prayer is important. And uh, but that's that's the main thing is just just get excited when you see God do things, and it's it's a uh, it's a uh, like uh, giving Him thanks for doing things. I think. Mm-hmm. Well, and I believe that's how you started um, to today, tonight, um, that uh, just giving him thanks, yeah. being thankful. Right. Praising him. Praise That's what we have to do. Yeah. So. <clears throat> okay. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to share another scripture and, um, and then we'll see what else we have for today. Um, it seems like uh, as we gather weekly, it's, there's many things that are on our hearts that we just, we feel like, you know, we're, we feel that. You know, our audience, we hear from our churches that that some of you folks are listening, and it's extremely encouraging. We're very thankful. And, and uh, again, we will be getting to the, the praise reports as to what's going on out in the streets. And, and both Pastor Ed, Pastor John, and I have all just decided, I believe our folks really, they, you love the word because that's, that's what we are. That's what K-Praise is all about. You know, stay tuned to K-Praise. Listen to your great and awesome Bible teachers that are here um, and all that they offer. Um, and we just get to spend time with you. But I know that we want to share some testimony as to what's going out on the streets. Yeah. And Gina's been awesome when we've had her in. I think there's a few others that would like to come behind this microphone. Yeah. One, one of the things we've talked about the, uh, is, uh, you know, it's getting very dangerous out there. Yeah. Uh, we've, we've seen more people injured, more people killed even uh and, and it just seems to get in, be getting worse and one of the things that uh, we thought about is bringing someone someone on who could explain what it's like to be on the street and how dangerous it really is in our uh, just in our uh, time of uh, having these uh Saturdays going out to the park and food and all of that we've had three knife fights taking place in front of us mm-hmm and uh, so it, it, it's uh, not just dangerous to the ones that are on the street, but it's dangerous to do. It's, it's dangerous for us. We have a set of rules we, we take people through on 
on how they are to function, and it's done to, for their protection. <laughs> and uh, then uh, we kind of keep an eye on what's going on around, and uh, we have had to go talk to go talk to people and have them uh, knock off the things they're doing because mm-hmm. it was uh, getting dangerous. Yeah. And we've been fortunate as we haven't reached a point of having to call the police to clean, stop that kind of thing. But uh, I think it would be a good lesson. We, you know, we think about so many th- – we have so many false thoughts about uh, the homeless. Very Why don't true. they get a job? Well, Gina was on here – and explained why they don't just go get a job. Yeah, uh, it's not that easy as you'd think. It, it's kind of a thing of when a person hits the streets, it's almost for them it becomes homeless, hopeless for, at that point. Yeah, and that's why we go out there is, is to try to bring them some hope, uh, get them off the street for even if it's a couple of days just to get in where they're safe, where they can get some good sleep and get showers and cleaned up. And 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 even that is a, is a blessing to the a lot of the people out there. So it's it's just, uh, you know, it's just, you just don't understand all of the things that that they deal with yeah. unless you're out there talking to them. Very, very true. Yeah. So we can't wait to hear from them. I'm going to end with this scripture. Um it's out of First Timothy. It's going to be four fourteen through 16. It says, Do not neglect the gift that is in you, which was given to you by prophecy with the laying on of my hands of the eldership. Meditate on these things. Give yourself entirely to them that, you, that your progress may be evident to all. Take heed to yourself and to the doctrine. Continue in them. For in doing this, you will save both yourself and And those who hear you, folks, we're going to move forward. So hopefully it was very encouraging for you guys tonight. Very encouraging for us. Yeah. Remember to pray for Pastor John. And uh, and you know what? We'll pray for each other. We just got to pray for the body of Christ because we're all going through it and we need his strength. So let's continue forward. And uh, as before we end this show, we want to say again, thank you. Thank you to K Praise for allowing us to be here. We thank um, El Cajon Wesleyan, Pastor Steve over there. Um, he's been supporting us with everything possible and giving uh, Pastor John lots of opportunity. Uh, we thank the Pastor Jeremy and Tim over at Skyline Wesleyan. Goodwill's providing clothing for these folks every single week. And we got to say thank you. Man, what a heart. And then we always do say thank you to Javier and his family over at Sombrero's Taco Shops. Um, they they don't do it for any any glory. They don't they don't help us out to, to have their name on the radio. They they're helping out the homeless. We're yes. serving God here. Um, we're serving God, and we're allowing Him to use the gifts that He's given us. So thank you, sponsors. Um, we can't wait to talk to you next week. We'll be praying for you. Have a good night. Thank you for joining us on Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Join us again next week at this same time as we work together to break the cycle of homelessness, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. Your generosity, philanthropy, and charitable contributions are always welcome and remarkably make a positive impact on the lives of those in need every day. Take part in making a difference by visiting cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. That's cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. 
This has been Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on K-Praise. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.